One of the things that I spend a pretty fair amount of time today with clients or teams is having each person know his or her core values. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. And if you've been listening this year, we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes under certain categories or topics that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners. This month is going to be about not forgetting about the human part of business. Often we forget about the human part of life. We often forget about the human part of business. So look for self-care tips, fitness, burnout, purpose, biz and personal, personal branding, motivation, drive, success, understanding your why, and of course, how important customer service is. But at the heart of it, it's all about remembering the human part of business. So sit back and enjoy this special episode of the I Am CEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Michael S. Seaver of michaelsseaver.com. Michael, it's awesome to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Gresh, for having me, man. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Michael so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Michael is an award-winning executive coach, author, keynote speaker, and podcast podcast host. He's on a mission to unlock human potential to help people uncover and live their purpose and live a more meaningful and authentic life. Michael offers a no-nonsense strategies to help people find confidence in their life's narrative, commonalities across generations working today, and ways to communicate with emotional intelligence. Michael, are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? Most definitely. Awesome. Well, let's do it then. So to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit here, how you guys started. Could you take us through what I call your CEO story? We'll let you get started with all the awesome work you're doing. Yeah, I'd love to. And thanks, Gresh. So I was born and raised in a small West Michigan town, there were about 2,500 residents. And so from age 12 until 24, I worked in my family's landscaping, lawn maintenance, and snow plowing business. And as awesome as that was to, to work in the family business, there were also pieces and components of it that were challenging because the way that my grandfather and father ran the business, I kind of felt like a robot in the business. I could never really truly be me or do the things that I desired to do. So in, in 2003, I got married and, and moved to Phoenix, Arizona, and have been here since. But back in 2003, I worked in hospitality for about four years and got to be late 2007, early 2008. And my wife at the time, she left me. And so I, I lost a house, I lost some money, and I started an MBA at the Thunderbird School of Global Management, basically all in the same weekend. So 2008 was a year of big change for me. But the thing about Thunderbird that was really a big blessing to me was that it was the first time ever that I was given an opportunity to coach people. And so as a second-year MBA student, I was allowed to coach first-year students with resumes and cover letters and interview and LinkedIn stuff. And I realized that I really wanted to be a coach later there. I just really lost track of time. Like I felt like I was always in flow when I was helping people. So when I finished the, the MBA, I went to a large healthcare entity and I served as the director of talent sourcing for a couple of years. But as I was going through that experience, I realized I was working a lot, but I really didn't feel like I was using my degree or really truly living my life's mission. 
I wasn't really coaching a lot, so I felt disconnected. So in the latter part of 2011, I did start my coaching practice, michaelsiever.com, and started coaching people just on resumes and cover letters and LinkedIn profiles, interviewing things. And I really wasn't making a whole lot of money at the beginning. So I was also classes at Grand Canyon University and eventually stopped doing that and started to coach working professionals at Arizona State University, all while building my business, right? Nights and weekends. Mm -hmm. And then thankfully in 2015, my business got to a point where I was able to work it full time. And so I was doing a lot of communications trainings and personal branding coaching. In 2016, I was able to board of Big Brothers, Big Sisters, which is a, a great mentoring organization across the nation that meant a lot to me. And I think in 2018 is when I truly became an executive coach and was able to focus a lot on organizational change consulting. And, and that really meant a lot to me because, like I said, when I was raised in that small town, I was really a robot then. And as I got to 2018, 2019, I really felt like I was able to be my true authentic self and help others become their true authentic selves. And it really culminated at the beginning of 2021 on January 1st, I published a book called I Know. And it's really just a bunch of psychological research and stories from myself about my life and my clients and nine processes that anybody can use to awaken to what's within and become their most authentic self. And so I'm really, I feel very blessed to, to be doing the things that I'm doing for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And it sounds like you're blessing, you know, so many people as well, too. And, and I love that phrase that you use when, you know, you first started doing the coaching, you said you felt like you were in flow, you know, and, and juxtapose that with, the, you know, the, the robotic feel that you felt earlier. And I think so many times we can feel or, or be around or, or have that, you know, robotic feel in our lives, but to really be in flow where you, you don't realize, you know, so much time has passed is really where we're hoping to be, because that's when you really start to not only, I think, succeed, but also give, you know, a tremendous amount of people. People in the in the world as a whole. Yeah, very well said. I completely agree. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so I know you touched a little bit in on your book. Can you take us through a little bit of that, a little bit more on how you work with your clients and of course your podcast and all the awesome work you're doing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. So really my time gets distributed, I think, in a couple different ways. And and one would be executive coaching, right? So I coach folks by the hour or I have VIP days or month-to-month -month agreements. And and really I have like a six-step process through each of those in co coaching engagements that I try to help people uncover their personal mission or know what their core values are or to help them find ways to communicate their brand more powerfully, or to find new ways to really assert their influence in the world. And so one-to-one -one coaching, it means a lot to me. And But the second thing I get to do is team training and team development, organizational development consulting. So helping teams be better at communication or emotional intelligence or employee engagement or strategy and change development. But I, what I love about that is that I'm always trying to create these grassroots efforts of employees being empowered, right? Creating those feedback loops and finding the right meeting structures to let every employee in the business have a voice. I really want everybody to have a voice. So I also have on my website, you know, I don't spend quite as much time on this, but there's online courses on my website. You, of course, mentioned my podcast. It's called Equal Chance to Be Unequal. And again, it's really me just genuinely want everybody to have equal opportunities that, that they can. And once a month, I do a free webinar and it changes every single month, but it's just my way to be able to get more information out to the people. And I love to be able to write material, right? So I've been, been featured on your website, CEO Blog Nation, a couple of times. So that means a lot to me. So thank you. And I've written pieces for medium.com and authority and thrive global and Forbes and Phoenix business journal. There's a number of places that I feel blessed to be able to help, but I really love one-to-one -one coaching and I love team training to really uplift people in a, in a powerful and meaningful way. 
Nice. I definitely appreciate that. We appreciate you, of course, for contributing and providing so much, you know, value to our site as well. And I think what I love about, you know, the different ways by which you communicate with clients and you help serve them is that there's so many different ways and people take in content and information in different ways. And I think you being able to have, you know, the the webinars or the the book, the podcast, but also the one-on-one coaching provides people the opportunity to learn those lessons that you've learned and that you're allowing people to, as you said so well, uncover sometimes some of those things that we don't sometimes realize is within and sometimes gets blocked by the the noise or the, I guess, the things that are just going on in life. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, there's so much activity that occurs in society, so many distractions and interruptions. And how do we turn all of that off to really take that quick step back and check in with ourselves and know unequivocally that what it is we're about ready to do is the right path forward? Yeah, absolutely. And and I think so many times it's so noisy, we we forget that we have to take those actions to do that. So I love that you empower people, you know, to be able to make that happen in their lives and their businesses and in their professional lives as well. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. So this could be for yourself or your business or a combination of both, but what do you feel sets you apart and makes you unique? Sure. You know, like I mentioned when we first started, right, it was a robot in my, my family's business all those years ago. And so I've come to this place in my life today where my number one core value is authenticity, right? And my personal mission is I unlock human potential. And what I think uh, is, is that what makes me unique is that I really think that humanity has been duped into thinking that being busy equals success. And so what I try to do to try to break people from that is I offer insights for CEOs on how to blend like a spirituality, a consciousness, a level of humanity into the business setting. Or I teach CEOs how to slow down and trust the voice in the back of their head. Or I I give CEOs an unemotional or objective framework to know where to distribute their time so that they're not constantly taking action, taking action, taking action with undesirable outcomes, but really genuinely focusing in on the thing where they can add the most value to their own lives and the loved ones close to them, but also to the organizations they work for and their team and their communities. And I really want people to find that mix between you know spirituality and their own consciousness and, and being a human being, but bring that into the workplace. Nice. Awesome. So I, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Yeah. Yeah. This, this for me has become a, a daily practice. And so maybe it's a journaling, maybe it's meditation, but what I constantly ask myself is how, am, how can I recognize how I'm unknowingly repeating my parents' behavior? And what I mean by that is that Dr. Bruce Lipton has discovered since I think it was 1971, he's been understanding the human brain and how it works. And there are five brainwave states. And what he discovered is that from birth to age six, all humans' brains are in something called the theta brainwave state. And in that state, we are like sponges, right? Everything that happens around us, we learn and it gets baked right into our subconscious. But then after age six, our brains go into the beta brainwave state. And so we, in beta, are pulling all of the information from our subconscious to then live life day after day after day. And it just so happens through Lipton's research that the subconscious processes 400 billion thoughts per second, but our conscious mind can only process 2,000. And when I started to read that and learn that, I said to myself, I have to find a way to hack the 400 billion thoughts per second. And so I really looked at the things that I learned from my parents when I was really, really young. And I said, is repeating their behavior, is it really genuinely helping me live my life's mission today? 
And so I started to break those things down and move those things around. So for everybody listening today, try to think about those things that maybe your parents taught you all those years ago. How do you break some of those habits that are really not helping you accomplish your goals? And if you do, your life is just going to explode in a really powerful way. Nice. Yeah, I love that. I love the practicality of that, but also the the science part, because so many times we forget and sometimes we'll repeat phrases that our parents have said to us, not realizing the influence that they have, things that came to mind, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, just certain phrases you hear all the time. And I love how you said it isn't necessarily good or bad, but you take a look at it and see, does this um, help me to get to where I want to be? What the, what and is it in alignment with who I am and what I want to stand for? And you really start to measure those things. You start to look at it critically, and it gives you, as you said before, that empowerment feeling that you get to control or, or be a little bit more aware of those things that are happening. Yeah, totally agree. It's Abraham Maslow and his hierarchy of needs, right? At the very top of the hierarchy is this need for continual growth and development, mm-hmm. but also this contribution to those around us. And so if we can stop those blocks that we might have in our lives and really truly open ourselves up to learning, that just means that there's more opportunities to maximize the learning and opportunities to to benefit others. I just, I just want everybody to be able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And and being able to provide the tools in order for that to happen is absolutely a phenomenal Mm -hmm. hack. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client or if you happen to a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yeah. Turning back the clock to cutting grass and shoveling dirt all those years (laughs) ago. So one of the things that I spend a pretty fair amount of time today with clients or teams is having each person know his or her core values. Awesome. 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 And so I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Michael, what does being a CEO mean to you? Wow. That's being a CEO is, is an enormous responsibility to lead by example. And it really means authentically sharing your highs and your lows. I definitely appreciate you for reminding us of that and for inspiring, you know, so many people out there and all the work that you do. And so, Michael, what I wanted to do was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, yeah. get a copy of the book, subscribe to the podcast, find out about all the awesome work you're doing. Right on. Yeah. Thanks, Gresh. It, this this came to mind for me as you were saying what you just said, Gresh. And it the thing that I, I want to close with is is the phrase, be the person you needed when you were younger. And all of us, right, all humans go through some sort of challenge in our younger years. And then in our late 20s, early 30s, we probably overcome the challenge. And then our life's work in the the latter years of our life is how do we help others overcome the exact same challenge we overcame for ourselves? And if you and if you look at the world that way, and then it just becomes this really strong ability for all of us to really uplift and help one another. And so if that really resonates with you and you, you want to learn a little bit more, Gresh was kind enough to mention the website on the front side of our talk today, but michaelsseaver.com is the website and the book that was just published is called I Know. And it's on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and Apple Books and Google Play and and quite a few other places. But you're welcome to visit the website to learn more about it or some of the the media mentions or the podcast or some of the ways that I might be able to help you or your organization. And I'd love to be able to speak with you and see if I can do anything to, to help. So thanks again, Gresh. 
No problem. Thank you, Michael. You've definitely been a great help. And I, I think the phrase that always, you know, we always hear a lot, sometimes a business is scratching your own itch, but I think you, you, you brought it, you know, a lot deeper because that person that you needed, you know, when you were younger, you have that opportunity to, to do that. And I think we sometimes live in a vacuum and, and think it's just me or I can only, you know, help myself. But a lot of times by helping yourself, you're helping so many others. So I think when we turn that within, when we make sure to, to have that as a North Star in our life and in our values, then we start to really create phenomenal things and, and have a tremendously positive impact upon the world. So I appreciate you for doing that, reminding us of that, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.